everyone, and welcome back to the Riverdale Recap Podcast. Today, we will be talking about the fifth and final episode of the River Vale special in Season 6, The Jughead Paradox. I'm Mary Kwiatkowski, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host from this timeline and all other parallel universes, Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten, glad to have you back. Hi, I'm so I'm so excited that River Vale's over. Um, I feel like all five of the episodes were at least a little fun. Um, I'm, I'm feeling good, Mary. Yeah, last week we came up with a confusing batting mechanism to talk about how good we thought this was. But but overall, I would say out of the five episodes, I think three were very fun. One was pretty good and then one was a little bit on the boring side, but that was mm-hmm. still way better odds than we had for the entirety of season five. Yeah, I think I would probably go with like two were really fun, two were pretty good, and one was kind of boring, but I can see I could see your point as well. Gotcha. Well, just to boost the fun levels of this podcast, we have, for the first time back in a while, actually, I can't even think of what the last time was, we have Hannah back on the podcast. Hannah Elam back to join us, of course, the person who has covered all of season one and the beginning of season two with us and several other episodes. Hannah, welcome back to the podcast. Do you remember the last time you were here? I think it was the season four premiere. Was it? I definitely remember I did... episode four of something because I think I did like episode it might have been episode four of season five so like a whole season wow it's been a while because didn't you do now this may be wrong but weren't you here for the Halloween episode when Jughead was at the other school that was season four but I you might have been here so I can look it up I don't know it's on the website so I was here the first season or excuse me I was here the first episode of season four season four episode four season four episode 14 and season five episode four okay so you were here in season five great okay good so were you i mean we hadn't checked in on everything from your perspective recently but uh, let's just start with season five were you low or high on season five proper uh i honestly can't even oh of the time jump yeah like when they were all adults and stuff probably low towards the end just because there were some time there were some what's it called oh my gosh this is not helpful for your no edits. <laughs> for my no edits. No, leave it in. Leave, leave it, it in, in, baby. <laughs> there were some plot lines. There were some plot lines that did not uh, go well with what was happening in my life. So I did not particularly care for those. Yep. Um, so uh, didn't care for the end of season five. Also, it was, I don't know, just not, don't, not great. I, I didn't just think it was bad. bad. Yeah. Hannah's like simply a woman with taste and she can understand that season five was bad. And yeah. you know what? But I also was still being critical of it, even though I wasn't podcasting it. And so I was just not having a good time. I was ready for it to be over, you know, still kind of hoping that Riverdale is going to be over. But I definitely get too far into shows and I'm committed to finishing it out. So I'm here till this ends, but I hope it's soon. Yep. What about the uh, Rivervale special? Have you felt better about that? <laughs> she doesn't look like she's no. felt better. <laughs> no. Too I, spooky. I don't scared. understand it. I, well, okay. So this one kind of made sense of it. And so they were dreams. Most of it was 
us a dream, Hannah. Yeah, but like also the th- whole thing with it being canon, I still don't understand how that's going to happen. And the well, it's whole canon mess because it was a dream. Well, it wasn't a dream. It's just canon because it's an alternate universe, so it doesn't matter. No, basically. it literally all of the but previous episodes were dreams. This episode started with everyone waking up being like, I had the weirdest dream. Oh, is that how you interpreted that? Yes. That's not, okay, that's not it how I interpreted that. Every single person woke up and was huh. like, I had a dream that this happened and it was their plot line. How else are you interpreting that? No, no, I, I, I hear you. Now that you say that, that makes sense. That's not what I thought it was. For whatever reason, I thought what was happening was that it was more less like a dream and more like a episode of TV where people don't realize their characters. So basically, everybody wakes up every morning and like has a plot. And it was just that they had, for whatever reason, like remembered their plots. So basically, what I'm saying is, but wait, I just, I, I just <laughs> want to know what gave you that impression <laughs> because I feel like it was very. Very clearly a dream. I think I think I just sort of thought that like those things did happen, but we live. But River Vale is a universe where people can just like w- like be die and come back to die life. and come back to life. I, yeah, I and then not, not of, remember what what had happened. I can kind of see that a little bit, here's, but I just I just think that like make sense. Veronica didn't ever die, but she remembered the Reggie getting sold to the dead. Like I just am. I'm I'm ninety nine point nine. Nine percent sure that they were just being like, "Yo, all of those were dreams. All those fun episodes of Riverdale that you actually enjoyed, fake." But it's not even like they were dreams in the Riverdale universe. They were dreams yeah. within the Rivervale yeah. universe. The part that I think breaks down is in episode two of this special. People were walking around in the cereal boxes and the milk cartons had like Archie's face on them and said like "missing person." So like the canon of episode one was still in episode two. Well, but maybe I think that they was were just all because the same land. It might have just been because he was missing from they were reality. dreams within a dream within a dream. We've been incepted. It okay. was the you show doing something matter. dumb. It doesn't matter because we all knew none of this was going to matter anyway. So we're, look, it's also, still fun. Well, it's still happening. Yes, but it does also matter because you heard them say, oh, I had a really weird dream and we're like, I'm choosing to disregard this and make up my own more interesting plot. <laughs> it's just not, I mean, I, I literally wrote that down. I was like, oh, they all woke up, but that's just not, I, I don't know why. That's not how I interpreted it. It doesn't matter. It I doesn't feel matter. like um, this is like, I think it's in the office where they're like, oh, that's not how you tell a story. Like, you can't just say I woke up. You just say suddenly I was awake. <laughs> Is that the, that sounds like a thing. I think Uh, that was in the office. I don't know. Uh, So Brian and I were listening to the last episode and he was commenting on the fact that in the Hall of Fame, uh, a 300, batting 300 gets you into the Hall of Fame. So even batting 700 or whatever you guys, whatever the number was, is uh, still better than the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Once I said batting 100 when I meant to say batting 1000 and my friends were quick to mock me. Oh. Because you were trying to say it like as because I meant thing. I meant a thousand, but I just didn't know the rating scale, and so that's always stuck with me. Yeah, I still don't know why I bothered bothered to uh try and make a, a baseball <laughs> reference that I we're, know nothing about. We're first and foremost a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah, first and foremost. So okay, this is episode one hundred. I think we all saw all the fun Instagram posts about them all wearing their like 
comic book attire and I really thought that was going to be a bigger part of the episode but I'm actually kind of glad with how they did it of it's like oh no this is like the the afterlife yeah this is where you're dead you can have good things when you're dead that's what I got from this I like how he said it's a it's like pops except you can buy comics and then he gets in and they're like everything's free and I'm like well then you can't buy comics you just grab them but okay whatever maybe just the food's free though yeah gotta buy the comics oh that's That's how they they get you you have to pay for uh you pay for the comics the food is free i i see i see it's like barnes and noble and the starbucks except for the starbucks would be free so this is episode 100 of riverdale but it's not the 100th episode of our podcast because i've done other stuff and also we didn't we didn't do season two yet uh so it's actually going to be episode 131 of kowski cast drop the 31 and add double zero (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah uh i i did think that it was like kind of i I like it when shows do a fun concept for their 100th episode though like i will always remember the smallville 100th episode that involved like time travel and having to like redo a timeline oh so the same thing that this show did no it was pretty different than this actually it was a lot more sad hannah dragged smallville to hell and back oh my god and riverdale (laughs) and riverdale Um, and back <laughs> and river so, and back. All of it. Um, here's the thing. I'm just disheartened that Riverdale made it to 100 episodes. And it's gonna make it to 120, probably. Probably not. And It'll be close. Hopefully, that's it. We'll see. We'll see. So we've been doing some interesting, different things here in River Vale. One of which is the Jughead voiceover walk and talk, which oh, doesn't happen. Which doesn't happen in this episode because that's the. It took me until the end to realize that was the Jughead who was murdered. <laughs> it was like the walk and talk guy. Like he's just been in River Vale, even though they were dreams somehow. <sighs> Listen, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense, and it doesn't have to. We have spent enough of our lives trying to make sense of Riverdale, and I need to. Fr- we need to free ourselves from the expectation that we can make anything make sense. This reminds me of a quote that's said later on with Dilton Doily. Let me find this in my notes. Yeah, I was like, oh, very the quickly. Quote. <laughs> Dilton says to stop trying to figure out the secrets of the universe, and I feel like it was the writers talking to us to try to stop figure out what the plot of Riverdale is. Yeah, that's like intense. It where they say don't think about it just see, like feel it or something just like sit back and enjoy it uh, in what in tenet okay come on i know i've mentioned tenet on this you podcast have. yeah lo- love me some tenet it's like how you've never mentioned french fries <laughs> i i really don't know what tenet is Ten- it's movie. her favorite movie now it's like my favorite movie that came out in the last two years i don't think you've ever brought this up okay yeah i brought it up to somebody at some point in time Anyway, it's called te- how do you spell that? T E N E T. 2020 film. I've never heard of this movie. <laughs> okay. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. All right. Well, if you haven't watched it, I mean, if you like Inception and was like, you know what was fun? Inception, but it was a little bit too easy to follow. I need it to be a little more confusing. Then you'll love Tenet. <laughs> oh, I fell asleep to Inception. Well, then you'd fall asleep to this. Although Arpats is really good in it. Arpats <laughs> is pretty cool. Yeah. He was really I'm good I'm excited for the new Batman he's going to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Can we segue into a Batman podcast instead of this? I'd rather be a Spider-Man podcast. Ooh. I don't know anything about either of those two things. Well, what? I can't say anything because Hannah hasn't seen Spider-Man yet. And that would be really mean to all of our listeners because they haven't seen it either. No, I would be like, hey, listeners, skip ahead and I'll talk about Spider-Man. But I haven't seen not only the new one, my next (laughs) Marvel movie that I need to watch is the first Spider-Man. 
Oh my god, it's so good. I okay. You, I, you know at the start of the Marvel movies, how they do the Marvel logo and all the superheroes are like swinging yeah. through. Um, when I saw Spider Man Homecoming in theaters and I saw Spider Man swinging in that Marvel logo for the first time, I literally cried tears of happiness because I love Spider Man so much and I was so excited. He was finally the Marvel Cinematic Universe where he belongs. Kirsten, did you have Spider Man shoots growing up? No, I feel like you should have. I had like floral sheets. I had Barbie, but I feel like oh, I never had. had any, yeah. I, I never had anything special. Um, we were poor, so oh, I just no. had whatever was in the in the closet. Actually, I just said I had Barbie, but I don't think I did. I had Mary Kate and Ashley sheets, and they didn't have like a picture of them. It just it was a blue sheet that from far away it would look like it just blue, but it's actually white with just the repeated words Mary Kate and Ashley, Mary Kate and Ashley, Mary Kate and Ashley over and over and over on it. So far away, it looks blue. That is incredible. I wonder if yep. you can still buy them. I think I, I'm sure my mom mom still has them somewhere in her house well what size are they They probably for a single bed they were for yeah for like a twin bed do you think they make them for a queen size bed i don't know it was great though uh so things i've learned about kirsten in the last like two podcasts she apparently loves french fries doesn't detest milk and loves spider-man none of which i knew i i still can't believe you didn't actually know i love french fries they're my favorite food okay we've had this conversation oh i feel like we've just never had meals together so it's hard to know yeah i I forgot we need to get back on track. This Circle back to this later. This reminds me of I have an update on our reviewer situation. <laughs> it's a very intriguing update. So stay tuned for that at the end of the podcast, well, I everyone. Now. Okay, ah. I'll give it now. I'll give it now. We got a redaction. So our negative review that we had from Hey1521... <laughs> <laughs> that was said we were too negative and and really hated our meatloaf conversation. Um, they 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 put another review out there. I don't know if they like got rid of their o- old one star review, but uh, they you left can us- only have one review at a time, so it okay. replaces that one so star. So they review. replaced it with a five star review. So thank you, Hey Fifteen Twenty One. Hey Fifteen Twenty One. That says hello, and then it says sorry about that last review, guys, and then the face that's like. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast yes, very is... clearly it's the grimacing emoji yes. for those who are thank listening you. auditorily oh, this thank you, podcast Hannah. really is enjoyable i clearly had some kind of an emotion about that one episode i'm over it carry on <laughs> <laughs> so i would just like to say i'm sorry for the 15 minutes of absolute nothing that we've talked about for the beginning of this episode but um we're here to have fun this is our pre uh winter break podcast so i apologize if this is a little off the rails but on the upside we're being less negative so listen <laughs> so i'm sorry hang in there have you seen riverdale it's gonna be off the rails like this oh is just but have you seen rivervale yes have you seen rivervale well and i mean the <sighs> thing is you know hey 1521's original <laughs> comment was mostly that like we need to understand that it's a comic book and that like it's gonna be you know comic booky it's not about the craziness it's about the quality of the show well right like we we actually like the absurdity i think it's when it gets boring that we we dislike or when it gets like incoherent or or the writing is just really bad anyways we love river vale yeah, and i wish that because every episode got more fun <laughs> i wish every episode was river vale um mm. truly i think 
every episode should be people waking up and thinking they had a fever dream because that's what happens to Kirsten when she watches this show. Yeah, that's me. I wake up and I have the weirdest dream. Yeah. I, I do wish that each of, that they had done our original pitch of each of the five episodes being completely standalone, which I mean, I guess they kind of did if they were all sort of separate dreams, except like the people who died in one stayed dead in the next one. I think it's more so about people being self-involved so they don't dream about other people too much. Maybe there's that. That's good point so <laughs> let's uh let's talk about it let's start with our jughead voiceover which is back to a voiceover no walk and talk because walk and talk guy been murdered he dead yep he, he dead he dead um now were we supposed to know that was him dead at the beginning because i i couldn't tell there's it just looked no at way face it down. was just a clump yeah it was a clump it, uh, yeah tell. i uh i got nothing yeah so the voiceover is the following isn't an imaginary story it happened it starts with a corpse on a lonely country road while in the town of riverdale Archie Andrews has somehow just come back from the dead. So we start the exact same way that the first episode of River Vale started, which is Betty and Archie waking up and uh, Archie saying that he had a nightmare. Actually, this time, Betty says that she has a nightmare that the whole town was sacrificing Archie, which I guess that was when I was supposed to be clued into the fact that, that she dreamed that whole thing. That's right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, see, I thought it was basically more like, no, this happened, but now she thinks it was a dream, I think I was mean, sort of what I thought. I I still wouldn't like put that past Riverdale because they're so stupid. But um, and honestly, I like that better because at least then it was real. I think it's such a cheap thing to be like, oh, all of that was fake. Well, then why were we here? Why was that four episodes? Like, what was the point? I see. I'm okay with it. Like, I'm not mad that we like wasted our time because I kind of went into this five episode thing knowing that it was going to be like a waste, and it was fun at least. Yeah, it was fun. So I'm not mad about it, but I am. um, I'm hoping that they can keep up the energy. They don't have to keep up like the absurdity, but I hope they keep up the energy when they go back to Riverdale proper. Mere lips to Roberto's ears. Yes. Um, so we're also going to get several other people waking up. Tony wakes up and Fang says that he was having a dream that she was drowning and came back as a ghost. Reggie wakes up. Veronica says she has a dream that he was being dragged to hell. Cheryl dreams that her and Nana swap bodies. That is my favorite thing that we have cleared up is that no, Cheryl is not actually a witch or if she is she's not actually Abigail at the very least I think she is a witch okay she could be witchy but I, I but don't I think, don't that think she's, she's Abigail. Abigail yeah and I do don't we think, think she's that was Nana. the only episode that Sabrina Spellman's gonna be in yeah I think sadly. So. sadly yeah I think so too which I, then also adds credence to Sabrina she dead well maybe but I, I think that I could I could understand if maybe they put her in that episode hoping to like inspire some more Sabrina love um, so to hope for a, a renewal here's the thing though about this too is that she could be alive in River Vale and my understanding yeah that's true she that could be alive in River Vale and dead and everywhere else they they merged right because that's why that's where their second plan came up with right because River Vale was gonna die if they let the bomb explode right but so she could she could go living on in River Vale. That's true. Because by the end of this episode, they're they're just completely separate parallel universes. A line between the universes is blurred. Not yes. blurred anymore at the end. Oh, right. <laughs> but blurred now, certainly. Um, so then there's like, there's several sort of weird scenes like that happen right at the beginning of this that I think are just sort of there to be like, something kooky's going on. Um, so like Also Jughead, a throwback, like, hey, we've made it a hundred episodes. Let's 
let's go back to the beginning. Right, like that. So, like, Jughead's in Archie's house, hears a ticking, looks under the bed but doesn't see anything, walks downstairs, then gets blasted from behind from an explosion, and then wakes up in the Andrews' garage. And then he, like, goes back home to his house with Tabitha. I don't know what that sequence was about, but I think it was basically just trying to show us, like, hey, the he said bomb he was means sleepwalking. something. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I wish I knew, but I don't. Um, and, you know, this is a big day for Jughead, though, because it's his first day back at school um, being an, a teacher. Was this because of his probation that he was put on? Was he a was he an alcoholic writer in this universe? See, like, I don't remember. I have not a clue. Um, it, it it could be anything. Right. So I thought this sequence was kind of fun, though, like with the, um, you know, don't you forget about me and seeing all of the, like, Betty, Veronica, and Kevin, like, younger being at school. Archie did not need Archie talking to Grundy. Like, I feel like you could have done anything else. Like, how about what if they just had him in the room playing a guitar? He didn't need. It's we don't like, need hey, Grundy. remember when there was a pedophile on this show? Yeah, I don't think we needed that. Um, Reggie and Cheryl are there, and Tony and stuff. And then I don't know like, why we need Ben Button because didn't Ben Button live in Greendale? Ben Button was originally from Greendale, but he he died. It could also be River in Rivervale that Greendale and Riverdale are more like interrelated than they are in Riverdale. The other thing that was confusing is they are each other's biggest rivals. The yeah. students are all younger, right? Uh, everyone else was was their younger selves, but then Ben Button was seemingly a teacher there as well cuz he I was definitely tell. aged up. Yeah, he looked was aged he? up. It was hard to tell. Well, I don't know cuz we never really got a ton of Ben Button before, but he yeah, was there like, and he was I just like, have, oh, I'm not dead. I don't know. I wouldn't have known who he was if we hadn't had Jughead literally being like, hey, you're Ben Button. And then we have a flashback to him jumping out the window. Like, I truly, I like, I know Ben Button exists. I know him by name. I know what happened to him. But you think I know what he looks like? Right. I, I when I when he first walked up and we saw him from behind, I thought it was going to be Jason. Me too. Me too. And then it wasn't. But then it was later. So I was like, hey, we still got Jay. I've thought we'll Jason get to that got later. to talk. This I, time. I know that was weird. I Anyways, have we'll get that. to that later. Um. So then, but then he goes to the teacher's lounge where it's like everyone's back to their adult self. So everything seems chill. I think he was just sort of like hallucinating. I think that was the the spillage right of the universes like seeping into each other or something. I'm not really sure. Well, do you have a better do you have a better word? You don't. Come no, on. I don't. I just don't like that word. It's gross sounding. I think um, it's better than seeping, yeah. which was the other word I thought of. So, Ew. Yeah, yeah, it's better than that. Hannah, so. you could have just not said that at well, all, and yet you chose to say it. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I supposed to do here? I mean, yeah, I'm just glad it wasn't me for once. Uh, so, you know what? Uh, Betty and Archie are getting married this weekend. This came out of nowhere. Whoa. Like, River Vale is so weird because it, it does feel like a comic book where like each issue like maybe jumps a little bit of time in between them right and like life went on between the issues because since when are they getting married didn't we have a conversation about them I guess this was in the dream saying that they did specifically did not want to get married but they wanted to have kids like that was like her subconscious being like oh yeah no I'm totally fine to not get married I'm just like a chill girl I just like don't want to get married it's fine yeah apparently that's not in this case turns out they want to be committed to each other which like yeah i wish it wasn't archie but whatever good for you um but then this is where things get weird because dr curdle jr 
calls Betty. And first of and all, she's a complete jerk to him. She's like, stop harassing me. I'm like, girl, you call him all the time asking for favors. I'm assuming that he uh, asked her out at some point and she said no and he didn't take it well. I don't really know. She but said, if like, you're upset about not being invited to my wedding, get over it. I listen, that's a great quote. I hope to one day use it myself. Um, and, but Jughead's corpse is on the table with Dr. Colonel Jr. Jughead's dead again. So is this the third Jughead in this episode that we think is actually real or that second one is fake? I think that you mean the young one? The young one's yeah, fake. Yeah, the younger one. I think one. that was not a real one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I but, agree. So I think that this is, this is like the first Jughead. This is narrator Jughead. He did. Walk, and, walk talk. and talk Jughead. Yeah, wa- right. Walk and talk Jughead is dead. Um, So he was found on the lonely highway by the sign and so Jughead goes to talk to Curdle and uh, it sounds like his windpipe was crushed. He was strangled. We look at the sign and I had to play this bit over a couple times to figure out what was going on. So one side, the sign that is facing, I don't know, whatever, the sign that Jughead is initially facing says River Vale and it says there's no place like home and then there's like a little infinity kind of symbol and then on the other side it says River Dale but it's it doesn't just, it's like sort of like a mirror image of the word River Dale so it's hard to see and then it said the town with pops. Now I believe that that is the most recent updated sign in Riverdale proper, right? Back at the yes. end of season five? Okay. I believe, yes. Okay. Interesting. Also, they need to stop up updating the sign like every two seconds like whoever's in charge of that like they're putting town money to that instead of building like a hospital i think no fire department yeah i think that the other updates we saw though were in river vale where it was updating every time yes so are those all a dream yes i don't remember the sign (laughs) updating every time and both of you pay way too close attention to this show it happens at the end of like every episode like one of them said like a witching place to live it didn't say that but it was something like that i think it said there here there be witches or something like that it literally did i think you're making this up one said um, you'll die to be here <laughs> and that was the one where archie died uh, yeah i think that was and that honestly thank god he died um that was the best thing of all of river vale was that archie was dead um but yeah so he also finds a comic book riverdale the jughead paradox yeah and, it and has so a that's picture the of, current episode right because it has a picture of betty and archie's wedding on it their actual and, wedding which we definitely see in this episode yes big set pieces um but yeah and so he finds a a whole collection of the comics and starts reading them all from the beginning. He reads every single issue. So the first three that we see, by the way, are The River's Edge, Touch of Evil, and Body Double, which are the first three episodes of season one, or the first three titles. I did pause it and look at them because they were pretty fun to look at. One was like, when Betty and Veronica team up, things will get hot and dangerous or something. It was something like that. Hot Uh, and dangerous. If you're one of us, then (laughs) that's exactly what went through my head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, of course, was the infamous uh, hot tub um, Chuck Clayton episode. Oh, I thought you were going to say that is, of course, the infamous song, We Are Who We Are by Kesha. Also that. Also that. Yeah. So we get, he gets to the final one, the Jughead Paradox uh, episode comic book, and he starts seeing empty pages. And so he instantly realizes that Riverdale must be, or Rivervale must be the warped, dark, parallel universe to Riverdale. Even though River 
Riverdale's also warped and dark. Well, the thing that's weird about this is that over this whole show, like all five seasons of Riverdale, we're supposed to believe that Jughead is some sort of like amazing mystery solver and he jumps in and saves the day. And, and this is just a further extension of that, that he just instantly knows. And I'm like, enough is enough. Like, he's not that smart. We know. We know he's not that smart. Do we think that this is just Riverdale's excuse to try and stay relevant? I feel like so many things are talking about meta universes and multi universes. Yeah, and it feels stuff very and- matrixy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of an interesting idea, except for the fact that, like, the concept of Riverdale, the TV show, was it's Archie Comics, except dark and, like, sexy. And then, so that when they said, we're going to make River Vale be Riverdale, but darker and sexier, I'm like, that's our, that's, we're already doing that, though. I mean, they, like, kind of did, but it, it wasn't that different, right? Besides, they it mostly just, just added fun. magic. Yeah. They were like, oh, let's make it fun. They mostly said, let's get rid of Hiram and get rid of all the plot lines we don't like. Uh, I, I did like that. not knowing who the big bad was. And then the big bad was Archie. Yeah, what? that was kind of fun. That was We've been new. We've known that since season one, episode one of Riverdale. But we that finally man got is validation. Evil. So can I give you a wild take that, I, you know, as we know, I listen to another Riverdale podcast. Yes. This we- is the only Riverdale right. podcast. But That's the other right. one, you. the one that doesn't exist, I listen to this podcast that doesn't exist, uh, the Riverdale Register. And on that one, what I thought was so interesting about their River Vale commentary is that they keep talking about how much they miss Archie. And they're like, it just doesn't feel the same without him. And I'm like, we're over here like, woohoo, I'm, I'm unfollowing the host of that podcast that <laughs> followed us. What's her name, Caitlin? No, it was mostly it was mostly John, her co-host, who was saying that don't follow her. No, she's a nice person. Oh, okay. So then, right, Jughead goes around and takes these comics to everybody in town. And the thing that bothered me is when he's talking to Reggie and Veronica, she goes, he mentions Hiram being like Darth Vader, and she talks about him dying before a quinceanera, and so she had to cancel the Jonas Brothers. So they can name drop the Jonas Brothers and Darth Vader within seconds of each other, but they have to make a close but no cigar for Haley's comment? How does that even make sense? Like, why? What are the choices that they're making over there? Okay, it's definitely not... It's called fun. Yeah, it's definitely not a, like, copyright issue. That's not why they do these things, because they just do it for, you know, like, they will stay... They will say that they work on Wall Street, but then they'll call it the Wall Beat Journal. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're just doing it for fun. I, well, I, like, I do it's think it's fun. something that the comics used to do as well, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, really? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so, like, okay, I, that I think makes it's it fun. And obviously, they, like, some of the stuff that they keep in is sponsored content, so they have to, like, name drop Bumble yeah, or whatever it was. Be, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, love Simon. Gotta love, Nami gotta love DMing Caitlin Riley for the first time ever. What are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> so I, I've been informed that your co-host has missed Archie in Rivervale. I am aghast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I wasn't missing him. Although I did think he was more fun in this episode than he is in Riverdale because he was kind of playing a bad guy. Yeah! I loved when he strangled Jughead. <laughs> and and I think that it's it's very apparent to me that in the last couple of episodes that Cole Sprouse has been having a more fun time getting to play a more a different well, version Kate, of Jughead. What does it say about me if I thought the scene where Jughead and Archie were strangling each other was hot as hell? <laughs> I was like, when are they going to start kissing? I I, I, it, de- it definitely says something about you, for sure. I'll, I'll let so you So then the decide. other interesting thing with this... <laughs> hey, <I'm laughs> keeping us on track. <laughs> no, I love it. With the 
uh, Reggie is that he points out that they he looks like two different people. But the point that I will point out about this is that he holds up two titles from season four, Fast Times at Riverdale High, which is episode two, and A Funeral for a Fe- Friend, which is episode 15. And so both of those are the actor that we currently see, which his name is Charles, right? Charles Melton, not the... Uh, not the previous guy from... Uh, Butler. 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. he Well, that's why he left, right? Because right. he yes. was on 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, I did I did notice that too. I thought that was an interesting choice because the, I think that the two Reggie thing, while, while cute and funny, and I enjoyed seeing other Reggie back here... Um, it, it did not really fit with their premise because that would make sense if in all five seasons of Riverdale, we had one actor and then in Rivervale, we started having a different actor, then it would make sense. But it doesn't make sense because it's not like in the real Riverdale timeline, we had one actor. We had two separate actors in that timeline too, you know? And, and also when Veronica's like, you guys need to stay here undercover so no one like sees you walking around, it's like, why? They're different people. No one would know that they're Yeah, I I thought it was really funny how everyone instantly knew that old Reggie um, and new Reggie were the same person. Like, I I did think that was a a fun little wrinkle. And you know what? If they want to do a tiny bit of fan service, I'm happy for them to do that. And it's nice to get a reminder that new Reggie is significantly hotter than old Reggie. (laughs) Wow. that's See, I think that's a very hot take. I, I mean... You think that's a hot take? I think he grew up a little bit and he looks better now. I'm tweeting out a poll right now. <laughs> He's tweeting Who out a poll between original Reggie and new Reggie. Hotter. While she is tweeting out that poll, I will give you a fun fact that I found while Googling Riverdale funeral for a friend. I found out that there is a Riverdale on Hudson funeral home in Bronx, New York. Yes, Riverdale is an area of the Bronx where actually a Mary and I's mutual friend Jordan Kalish lives. Wow. Wait, have we mentioned this on the podcast before? I don't think so on the podcast but he every time I tweet about Riverdale he'll like reply being like oh I don't see any of that around here and I'm like stop it it's not that funny You need me to. You need to tag me in your Riverdale tweet so I see some of this content. I could just um, pay attention to your Twitter. I guess that's the other option. I guess. I don't know. Somehow I see all your Survivor tweets, but none of your Riverdale ones. I feel like you see like a solid ten percent of my tweets, and that's probably the right way to enjoy my like Twitter feed. Okay. Oh, I can't put a picture and a poll in the same tweet. Okay, it's gonna be a thread. It's gonna be a thread. Okay. I think that my favorite part of the Cheryl talking to Jughead was Cheryl calling Jughead a hobo again. Yeah, that was fun. And this is something that they did bring up another great point that they brought up on the Riverdale Register because my process is I don't listen to other Riverdale podcasts until after we do our podcast so that I don't bring up any of the same takes, but that I'm going to talk about later, is they were talking about how part of the like major Cheryl is Abigail thing falls flat is that like Cheryl, as we've seen her in the six seasons of Riverdale, does not act like a person who would be Abigail. She's a completely different person. So anyway, and in this scene, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is Cheryl. The classic Cheryl. Colin Jug- Jughead a hobo. And um, congratulations to the actor who plays Jason Blossom. Got to be alive. Got to say some words for the first time ever. And um, look, he has a voice. Why wouldn't it let me tweet? <laughs> you know, I really can't help you with that. 
Am We're I in the shadow middle of the banned? podcast? I think I might be shadow banned. What is shadow and banned? And then <laughs> Jughead's trying to find out about parallel universes. But you know who else is trying to find out about those? Dilton Doily, who's also alive. With really long hair. And he yeah. looks like a demon, truly. So did Ethel also die or did she just leave? Neither. Wait, you mean in Riverdale? In Riverdale. Oh, she's just been gone. Okay. That's um, what I thought. I didn't think that she died. It's like every once in a while I feel like she'll show up and I'm like, oh yeah, she's around. Like, I think we've seen her once post Griffins and Gargoyles in the farm, but I don't remember when that was. But I do feel like I saw her, but I don't remember. I'll look it up later. Sure. Anyway, Ethel was serving in this episode. It was good to have her here. Um, And there's like a weird moment where Cheryl's like, no, Jason's alive. And then Jughead checks the yearbook and it's like, wait, he is dead. They're all sort of struggling. They're like realizing that they can't tell what are their memories and what are the memories that are like seeping in from Riverdale. Mm-hmm. So it's unclear. Maybe in the Rivervale universe, Jason is alive, but then like the yearbook from Riverdale has seeped in. Yeah, it's either that or the exact opposite of that. Like one of the things has seeped through and it's hard to tell what is real and what is fake. Um, One thing that was queued up in our tweets was that they had like wooden tennis rackets as if it is like, I don't know, 1932. I feel like yeah. that's on brand for the Blossoms So Also, people had VCRs. So I feel like it's kind of on brand for Riverdale as well. Yeah, because Riverdale loves to do that thing where they blatantly announce that it's 2021, but then also <laughs> drive around in cars strictly yep. from the 70s or earlier. I just, we've got some early polling data, five votes in, 100% new Reggie. Oh, so you're not shadow banned. I'm not shadow banned. <laughs> okay. I just could, I just had to do the tweet differently. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Jughead's trying to do research on the parallel universes, and this is where we were talking about Dilton, and Dilton, like you said earlier, just tells him basically to like be a sheep and chill with it and just kind of like go along with the the weird paradox that's happening now is this a paradox i mean the title of the episode is the jughead paradox but so um it is a like it's not a paradox yet but can we at define the point, paradox at the point where there are the two jugheads that is definitely a paradox all right hang on paradox means the definition is a statement that is seemingly contradictory or opposed to common sense and yet is perhaps true, a self-contradictory statement that at first seems true, a person, situation, or action having seemingly contradictory qualities. So yeah, I guess so like I, I, having I'm one jughead sure. contradicts the fact that there's another jughead? Like what's the, what's I, the Yeah, paradox? but so it's the thing is it's like a paradox in general would be like a vocabulary term, but when you um, look it up specifically with regards to a multiverse, um, it would. It's like how in Harry Potter, uh, Hermione can't allow the other Hermione to see her with the like thing. Like that would be a paradox for the two Hermiones to perceive each other, and so um, it becomes a paradox when the two Jugheads meet. So it's like traveling back in time. You can't affect. Yeah, it's it's kind of like time travel, but it's just a little bit different because they're multiple universes. Like I, so I think the implications are actually worse I, in this. I one. understand the like, oh, you shouldn't meet another version of yourself, but I guess I don't understand how that fits into the definition of paradox. But it's fine. Because I think there's a different definition of paradox with regards to, like, multiverses. Yeah, because, like, when I think of paradoxes, I think of, like, a thing that sort of is true, but also you can contradict it. Like that thing of the one I always think about is, like, I can't remember what it's called, but the one where it's, like, if you're trying to get from point A to point B, you can walk halfway there and then halfway to that destination, halfway to that destination. If you keep walking halfway to something, you'll never actually get there. And yet somehow you're able to get from point A to point B. But if you, like, tried to break 
break it up in your mind of like, let's just walk halfway. Like the, you know what I mean? Because you can make an infinite number of halfways. Yeah, but that's not how people walk. Right, exactly. That's the paradox. The paradox is if you tried to like mentally map out going halfway to something, you'll never actually be able to get there. But also you well, yeah, can totally just get Well, yeah, because you're not mapping okay, out that's by the halfway. Point. You, you map paradox. them out by going there. <laughs> this is... Uh, and how's alive too right what is going on yeah everyone's alive? alive who is dead except so, for obviously Luke oh Perry that's is what dead i was thinking so okay alice dreamed that frank was like her lover and that, that how didn't exist and now how's her husband again that's right <laughs> what happened crazy stuff is happening here but i think potentially what happened too is that all these people actually did die in riverdale but in riverdale you get resurrected so maybe jason did die he just so wait, came back to life again was a serial killer got killed by penelope and then just came back to life yeah maybe. and everyone's like okay i guess he's alive again better still be married to him probably not yeah because that's maybe i don't know nobody knows it's confusing there's also like sort of this wedding plot line that's happening but it's like if there was an a plot and a b plot this would be like an x plot it's like not even clo- it's it's more of like a set piece rather than a plot it's just sort of happening in the background um but, but there's a bachelorette party and one reggie is stripping at one and the other Reggie is like playing poker at the other. I feel like Betty and Archie get most unrealistic for having their bachelor and bachelorette parties in the middle of a week. Um, at the same location. Yeah. Also, now I'm torn. So let's 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 get serious here for a second. I'm torn about the semi-sentimental concept they wanted to put in here about Archie's like goal and sort of thing for being the big bad of being. I am not torn about it. I am pissed. I I am pissed. It's like hell. It. it is horrible. I didn't like, like it. This is not about a character that they killed off the show. This is about a real person yeah. who literally tragically died in real life. And it is messed up that they used it. Like, I legitimately was very uncomfortable. And that is, like, the one thing that keeps me from putting this episode up with, like, oh, it was yeah. really good and fun. Because it took me totally out of it. It made me so uncomfortable. And I was like, this is actually gross. Well, and I was concerned too every time they kept bringing these other people back i was like are they gonna try to do something really weird with fred and like have him come back in some way with like cgi or and it just yeah i agree it it was so uncomfortable yeah i i didn't i didn't like the idea um that it it, okay it's not inherently bad that that would be archie's motivation Mm -hmm. that is fine i i get that especially if this was actually riverdale and not rivervale because in rivervale i don't even know if we had like sort of set precedent for the fact that anything about Fred like he wasn't there but it's hard to tell we we don't really know the rules like Jughead keeps talking about the rules of the universe we don't know the rules of River Vale well enough to know like it wasn't until this episode that we got confirmation that like Hiram wasn't a thing like hadn't been in River Vale even though I'm sure we could find some loopholes about things that have happened like people who are together situations that really only could have happened if Hiram was there but it's not important so I don't like the using a, a real life tragedy as as your um as like even a potential thing that viewers are going to be thinking about could they be trying to write this into the show mostly because this seems like a thing that would totally happen in other shows where they just killed off the character Mm -hmm. like 
I think that was where I got, I was like, this is very familiar, but usually it's it's in a different well, circumstance. And and it's just, I know when Luke Perry passed away, it was, a, it was very sad for a lot of people. And I know we were pretty like, this is crazy when we found out about it. And we were so grateful to Riverdale for treating it respectfully and giving his character a good send off and not like do it. Like they did such a good job of making it make sense why he would no longer be there for Archie um, that to go back and make it a plot point of like, oh, well, Archie just wants his dad back when his dad is like the character who like the actor who played his dad is literally dead. It just did not sit right with me. Like, I think even if they had been like, even if they had made that the motivation that he wanted for Andrews back, if they had had a different actor playing him and didn't show footage of Luke Perry, I think that it would have been less unsettling. I still don't think I would have liked it, but I would have been like, okay, well, like, it's a weird thing they're doing. I just, it didn't sit it, right Especially when, I don't know, maybe if you had just had, like, the character say, hey, if this universe, if people can come back to life, maybe, maybe Fred, question mark. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, they, they keep showing this clip that's of a wedding scene it's in, it's in one of the first episodes, I think it's in episode one of season two, and it's actually interesting because it's, it's Archie and Veronica's wedding in that clip, uh, but they crop that out so that it just looks like it's Archie yeah. and someone's wedding, and he's like, he keeps repeating how much Fred loved Betty and would like totally support this um, which you know may or may not be true but it was it's also interesting that like when they make this the catalyst for sort of Archie being the big bad it, he's like Fred would definitely show up to my wedding blah 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 and like Fred would also not appreciate you murdering people just so that he could potentially show up at your wedding you know like that's again kind of contradictory um, the other thing I didn't like about that scene of Archie talking about it at the bachelor party is because it's followed up immediately by the Veronica trying to have a threesome with the two Reggies and so it like tonally is like whoop not great yeah um so also I didn't care for that like I don't know what's going on with the Veronica Reggie stuff she's she's like like, you always need to get it together I'm a woman or I don't know yeah and like I get that like it's annoying that they're both fighting but it's weird that she wants to sleep with them both like I okay they're both hot like I I also do just want (laughs) to clarify um that I'm not being like oh original Reggie is ugly I just think that new Reggie is hotter but it's very weird to be like oh you're both the same person let's have a threesome but they're so not the same person it doesn't even count as a threesome if two of them are the same person from different universes because i think it means one person's vughead while having sex with someone Okay, I'm I, sorry. Now I feel like Anyways. You're really hurting my desire to have a no edits podcast, Kirsten. You can leave that in. Uh, I need a different Who word. Who cares? Master of their own domain. Oh my god. Um, I feel like you did not choose a picture that's a fair contest here on this tweet. It was the first image that came up when I searched Reggie Riverdale. But it's like one of them is showing off their side angles, which is definitely... Okay, let's move on. So everyone's hungover from the bachelor parties and they're hanging out in the teacher's lounge and Cheryl is like, I have a ransom note from the Black Hood. Who is that? And Jughead's like, wait, because I read all these comics, I have a feeling that Jason's being held in the White Worm, even though the White Worm is a completely different building and now it's under Pops. <laughs> it like, doesn't make any Listen, sense why it would be I, the White Worm. I, I mean, it's as close as you're going to get. I don't know. It doesn't make any now, sense. Now, did I miss see something? Or does the Black Hood show up with pizza? He's holding a pizza box, right? I I, I didn't know. notice that. Okay, I, I will go back and clip 
correct that? Because if I'm wrong, I swear you see the black hood walk up and he's got a pizza box in one hand and a gun in the other. And I'm like, what is going on? I would believe it. I'll check that out. But then Sheriff Keller just shoots him and it turns out it was Clifford Blossom. And okay. So what are we, we're trying to say that like, because of the seepage, Clifford Blossom needs to try and kill his son, even though he has no reason to. But why is he the black hood? But I mean, I think it's just, he already killed his son and the other, I don't know. Is it like? And he he was the one who ordered the kidnapping. Did he also? Also, ordered the pizza. I'm going to look this up. What's in the pizza? What kind of pizza do you think Clifford Blossom would bring to Pine murder son? Is it, And see that, the reason I question it, because I was like, wait a second, is the twist going to be that actually he's just hanging out with his son and he was he didn't kidnap him? But then wait, why would he leave a ransom? Never mind. And wear a mask. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look this up. Get, um, I mean, keep, go- keep going while I'm doing this. I just, yeah, I was very confused about this. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Th- this episode would like uh, grip me and then I would get distracted and then it would get like you know and this was a moment where I was like I just really am not feeling this very much it was that point after the the Reggie that was one of that was one of the points like it was like it it had ebbs and flows but the the whole middle part basically like the bachelor slash bachelorette party uh, um, uh, until like I don't know when Archie came to attack like pretty much uh, I was like I'm dissociating Um, but we do get the a rehearsal dinner for Betty and Archie's uh, wedding and uh, Alice gives a very nice speech where we do see that Hal is there uh, which is bizarre. Yeah and not just Hal it's her husband Hal like they're together in this. Like they weren't even doing well before I'm surprised they didn't at least get divorced. Yeah I, I am also surprised. Um, So then uh, everything's sort of okay at the rehearsal dinner until Tony comes in and finds out that uh, Cheryl is dead who and she was strangled another strangler who was the was jughead also strangled right yes okay so that's two people dead now or is there more that's two two that we know of two from the strangling and then clifford blossom was shot was shot by sheriff killer so jughead is like hold on let's go talk to dilton maybe he's the big bad and dilton says that he knew the universes were expanding into each other and that he's really excited to be like a scientist at the front documenting this even though he's aware that the universes are both going to collapse so he just loves science yeah but you know what he doesn't love cyanide poisoning and uh so then he starts to foam at the mouth like he died irl in riverdale and ethel's like i killed him and i know how to save the prime universe but the prime universe is riverdale i feel like this is the last harry potter book where everyone's just getting killed off i was kind of confused about what was happening but i was just kind of rolling with it at this point i decided to agree with what dilton said and just sort of sit back and be a sheep and enjoy the ride i agree with ethel because it's about time that she claimed her power um is ethel dead in regular riverdale we just said we had this discussion earlier we didn't know oh wait hold on okay i found i've got the clip i've got the clip they run in they find jason blossom and he's got a pizza box scream capita didn't happen weird smart something pizzeria smart italian or sardi's italian smarties smarties italian pizzeria (gasps) smarties is the place that we're gonna go yeah they were gonna go yeah i'm gonna hold on i'm gonna keep this here and i will screen cap it and post it um i don't know why i don't know why he has pizza it's very confusing that is bizarre it's so weird okay i don't know what was going on i was not expecting him to 
actually have a pizza box, I have to admit. <laughs> Neither was I. thought I'd imagined it. So Veronica finds that both Reggies have dueled and shot each other in the head. Who duels inside a hotel building? I guess she told them not to leave. Who duels? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're like, oh, it's weird that they... T- Who does a duel? It's 2027, 20- question mark? I don't know. People in Bridgerton? Yeah, that's, that's the 1800s. Ancient. I think this is the second time in two episodes Bridgerton has come up. <laughs> well, it's kind of relevant. Yeah. Um. So Ethel and Jughead decide that they, what they need to do is recreate the event of the explosion to make it go back the way it should be. But they're like, oh, but we're never going to be able to get Betty and Archie to agree to this and get in bed. So what's the next best thing? This was so funny. He's like, oh, it'll be me and Veronica because we're the counterparts. And you well, see Ethel's face just slowly fade like she totally wanted it to be her and Jughead. But the, the thing is, is it's not that they wouldn't be able to get Archie and Betty to to bone like they're about to get married they could just put a bomb under the bed but it was Jughead was like I can't face killing Betty and Archie so it'll be us instead yeah because he's totally fine killing Veronica I don't think that Veronica and Jughead are counterparts of Betty and Veronica (laughs) Betty and Archie Archie. (laughs) I mean if by counterparts you mean they're normally the the counter person in the couple like the the other the other and they kiss that one time in the hot tub one time They've got the same color. I choose not to perceive that. So, Archie. Veronica agrees and she's like, let's make Vughead canon. And disgusting. And that should have never it's the worst. That should have never been approved. That should have never been an idea in someone's mind to say, let alone approve. Is it gonna come out of your mouth? It's better. No, I'm not saying that. Mary already said it, so I don't have to. It's better than Ethhead. I didn't like that one. Ethhead at least sounds head. like you're saying something funny. Yeah. <laughs> so Archie shows up and he's like, I knew that when you didn't show up at my wedding, you'd be doing something wild like trying to destroy the universe so I killed Veronica to hope that my dad comes back even though my dad would be very upset with me for murdering all these people and also I killed the other I killed walk and talk Jughead and also Cheryl why'd he kill Cheryl I don't I think he just was like I will kill anyone that Jughead might possibly be able to have sex with to ruin this but then they have a fight and it's really too bad that Veronica and Cheryl are dead because we could have used a saw song Ugh. it's too yeah. bad that veronica and cheryl are dead because we really could have used a song montage over this fight scene oh right yeah no song montages this episode maybe that's why this fight scene was so hot there was no song it was just like raw emotion I, it was pretty short too i mean it was probably like 20 seconds it wasn't that long yeah. i was like now kiss, <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> isn't that a thing i feel like that's from something where i'm picturing like these two things that are going yes. fight, fight yeah it's like fight, you have kiss. like your two Two, like the Barbies yeah. and like now kiss now kiss yeah it's it's definitely a meme it's a meme nothing else it's yeah oh okay God. but Betty shows up and shoots Archie in the head and she was like I had an epiphany when he stood me up except he didn't st- he didn't stand you up he didn't leave you at the altar he was just like running late technically I mean I think he was late enough that she was like he ain't coming so her she's like started to to see thing like her life flash before her eyes I'm assuming that meant like her Riverdale life or something like she was coming to terms with a different universe. I'm not really sure exactly what was happening there, but she's like, okay, I'll totally help you blow up the everything.
everything. And so they start making out on the bed, which, hey, if anyone was waiting for that for a season, you got yes, it. Yes, and I would I would just like to say, I feel like it was, what, last episode where you were like, they will never do anything Bughead again. That, and I count. believe This isn't Bughead. I just We're in an alternate think, universe. I just think if you can say, oh, this random thing means there will be no Bughead, that this is a definite indication that we will get more Bughead. They are endgame. Even though in both Rivervale and Riverdale that we get at the end of this episode, Betty and Archie are together. Yes. And Jughead's happily with Tabitha. With Tam Tam. Wait, I know that Archie did finally make a decision in real comics. Oh, do we know who he picked? Did he choose? Who did he choose? Yeah, he did end up. What did he choose in Riverdale to Riverdale and back again? Um, he chose he chooses Veronica. Did he choose Veronica into Riverdale and back in? I thought he chose Betty. I don't remember. Well, that is not canon. <laughs> in the I comic, issue number 600, Archie marries Veronica the proposal. 600? Oh, that's good. We've only got like what? What is that? Uh, 24 more seasons to go? They're not getting to 24 <laughs> more seasons. How dare you? So yeah, they put the bomb under the bed. Oh, I do like the fact that we uh, we get sugar, sugar. So yeah, I jumped ahead. Um, walk and talk Jughead comes back to life. So he's back and That's he's right. like, he's like urgent, but not urgent at the same time. He like opens the door and he's like, hey guys, wait, let's like not blow things up. So uh, Betty, I'm going to need you to disarm He's like, that. hey, there's another option. Yeah, disarm the bomb, please. I did not have like, Polly with the bomb strapped to her chest coming back in a flashback as on my bingo card for Rivervale. I uh, probably should have, but. Yeah, I, I, it's weird that we didn't clock that as being related, but you know what? It's hilarious because Betty's like, I don't know how to do that. And he's like, no, you definitely do. Look at this issue where your sister had a bomb strapped to her and you did it. So does that mean that anything that happened in Riverdale, anything about the characters like can happen in Rivervale? Like they can tap into that knowledge? I don't know. But what's unrealistic to me about this is that she doesn't know how to unarm a, disarm a bomb, but she can shoot somebody in the head successfully. She was like five feet away. Yeah, but still, it's like she didn't have the FBI training, but she's used to having a well, maybe firearm. She, maybe she did. Maybe she she never knew. Maybe that was like what she was saying. Like my life flashed before my eyes and I knew that I needed to grab a gun and come shoot Archie in the head. I don't know. I mean, we approve of it on this podcast. <laughs> Feel free to do I that whatever you 10 want. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 killing. If, if Archie died, came back to life and died again in every episode of Riverdale moving forward, it would be a better show. Take it away, right? Like if room. he's like Kenny from South Park. They killed Archie. Okay. So <laughs> so Jughead, walk and talk Jughead. I, I don't have a better That's fine. W-A-T. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Nope. Moving on. He says that he went to the great Pops chocolate shop in the sky. That's where you're dead, right? Yeah. Yes. Is, is the afterlife. And uh, he went there and he read some comics and he found an episode that was an a secret issue that came out between issues 95 and 96. Get it? Yes. Because like episode 95 was the last yep. episode of season. Okay, great. And so, the, and that's the one with where where the alternate universe River Vale started. And so he, I don't know how reading this helped, but he realizes that they need basically a power source that will fuel River Vale once they mm-hmm. separate it. So they still need to have the bomb go off, but the bomb is going to be like symbolic and it's going to like separate the two universes so they're not overlapping so they can just exist yeah, independently. They they just need a power source for Rivervale. And thankfully, there is the best power source of all, Jughead's imagination. Because I think, I guess the way it works, like I don't know a lot about parallel universes. I, I've never like studied that concept, um, even recreationally. But I think, I think that the concept... <laughs> 
that's not really what I meant. What I meant was like, I'm obviously I'm not an expert on that, but I mean like I haven't even like considered for fun like just look, okay. No, I know what okay. you meant. It just is a funny sentence. Okay. So I think the idea is that like Riverdale is what is powering River Vale since they're connected, but if they separate them, they need something to power River Vale. So they're going to basically create new stories. Now from the story that Jughead, who is now in the bunker because they need a lock yes. Jughead, who is the Jughead proper of the River Vale universe. Now walk and talk Jughead. Is he Jughead from the Riverdale universe or is he just like a new Jughead that's been created from the overlap? I know. I think it's the Riverdale Jughead. But so there's because he died. He died because he got strangled. Um, no, no, I get like, that. But I'm saying I, how? Okay, walk and talk Jughead, mm-hmm. the one in the blazer. How he's not? Who is he? He he did not exist. I feel like he was the River Vale Jughead. Well, then who is the one? No, who's the river- so no, I think Jughead. No, so the the impression that I had was that um there was obviously leakage, still gross, happening between the two universes of Riverdale and River Vale, right? And uh, because of this, Archie was able to kill Riverdale Jughead. And so he strangled Riverdale Jughead. Riverdale Jughead, when he is strangled by Archie, is dead, of course. So he goes to the afterlife, which is the great Pop's chocolate shop in the sky. He reads all of the comics while he is dead. However, he died in River Vale. In River Vale, you don't always stay dead, you come back to life. So Riverdale Jughead comes back to life in River Vale, fully understanding everything because he read the comics and then gets River Vale Jughead to be locked in the bunker writing forever, which also kind of fits where if the uh, deal with the devil thing was real, because then it's like, okay, he got the ability to write again, but he will now be locked in a bunker forever. And that sounds like a real deal with the devil to me. Okay, except we've already established that that episode but that's was not, not real because it was a dream. Um, I, no, I follow however, all of that, but I don't think... But that, that I think, is the logic of it. So Rivervale Jughead is gone forever. There is no more Jughead in Rivervale. Poor Tabitha. No, 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 um, no, because he comes I, down like at the, the end. He comes down. He comes down the stairs at the end. Like, I think that the, yeah, I think the, the walk and talk Jughead becomes the new River Vale Jughead. He, like, takes over that position once Jughead, who's in the bunker, starts writing it, basically. So he, like, created a new Jughead. Well, I don't know if he created a new one or if he I, just morphed I think, that I think one River, into it, I think sure. Riverdale Jughead, who died and helped fix everything, I think he went back to normal Riverdale, and I guess real Jughead was like, okay, okay. well, I'm gonna make a clone of Myself. Yes and no. I think that there were three Jugheads. I think there's Riverdale Jughead, River Vale Jughead, and then the one who is created by the seepage. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's right. What I but just I'm said. saying I think the one in Riverdale. Stayed no, no, no. There. The, the no. He went back after See, it was. That's fixed. where I disagree. I don't think he went back. I think he turned into the new River Vale Jughead. No, because he had to go back <laughs> to his real universe. It's not a okay. Maybe you have your own opinion. It's no. No, because I totally it just, felt in the like theory this was... of multiverses, he would have had to go back because they would be able to because the river veil is the one that is fueled by imagination so you couldn't just write a new one into riverdale so riverdale jughead has to go back i thought they were still merging to one yeah. no, no they're not merging to one they were separating. they're gonna be two separate two, ones they were separating that was the whole point they still needed to blow it up so they were separating I, the, the thing that i disagree with is that like i think that there i think that there were three jugheads i don't think that it was riverdale jughead crossing the border and then going back i think riverdale jughead like 
like split into a second one who popped in that became walk and talk jughead and then walk and talk jughead chilled in rivervale through all five episodes walking and talking and then now he, <laughs> and then and now he turned into new rivervale it, does, it so doesn't matter none of this it matters. could also be that the narrator voiceover jughead became walk and talk jughead and he's always been separate aka dead and a ghost and no, okay now you're just being ridiculous <laughs> hannah get out of here and i also kind of felt like this was cole's way of getting out of the show but then he still is in the show but is he gonna be gone yeah i, I no, he's gonna thought, be there yeah see see hannah's on the same wavelength as me we had cole talking about happy sad endings in the last episode and then in this episode we had cole being like oh i need to write myself into the basement i definitely felt like he was leaving the show yeah, I, I also definitely felt like cole was like okay trying to wrap it up but Ethel I, went down yeah, with Ethel him, so I guess she's weird. happy. So I guess Ethel and Rivervale Jughead are cohabitating yeah. now. So here is my understanding. My understanding is that basically Rivervale needs to somehow be set in this loop of understanding that it is a parallel universe and that the Jughead who is in Rivervale will always eventually find the comics that he owns that are the Riverdale comics and will come to understand they're a parallel universe and then that the one who's writing down there will constantly have to basically write his way out of this problem that's the way so i i don't think that it has to have the problem i think he just has to keep writing i guess like i think why did he write in the fact that jughead finds or has the riverdale so but he wasn't doing it before so what i was to understand was that originally rivervale had was being powered kind of by riverdale because episode when they say that yeah and and tabitha go into their house and he's carrying the comics but yeah but i don't think that the problem is gonna come up up again i think that that i think he just needs to keep writing but it doesn't have to necessarily be the same problem over and over again okay, well he wrote himself he into just this problem it. this time but whatever no but he didn't write it in originally because river vale did not yes, have the power not, source of the imagination originally. i'm talking about post bomb okay post bomb no, but then you said originally okay, no, post bomb post bomb at the end of this episode jughead and betty walk down the stairs it's no mm-hmm. longer wedding day we've gone back to the time of the bomb mm-hmm. and so like Jughead is still living in the garage because he says and later that day like new writer Jughead in the bunker is like later that day Jughead and Tabitha will move into their house together so we've like gone we've gone back in time basically like we've reset the narrative because Rivervale can't exist earlier than the bomb is what it sounds like so the bomb is the starting point and so he just has to write from the bomb on and I assume that he would write from the bomb on indefinitely but it sounds like he writes from the bomb on but Jughead will always find the comics or have the comics in his possession. So he probably will I have don't, to like, whoops, sorry. No, I don't, I don't think that's true because the whole point of him being the writer was so that there would not be any more um, mixing of the two. Like yeah. it's firmly, to me it's firmly separated. It's a permanent fix. So I think he just needs to keep writing forever. And I guess like he could write himself into this problem, but I don't think he has to, nece- I don't think he has to necessarily. Yeah. And you'd think he would stop writing himself dying. I also wonder what would happen if he stopped writing it would just everything would end because i think that river vale would start using like riverdale as a power source again and things would all get blurry meanwhile in riverdale archie and betty are back on his bed making out they hear the ticking noise and betty's phone rings in a sort of garbled voice that to me sounds like mm-hmm. jughead it was no okay. it was jughead for sure it was jughead calling and being like there's a bomb under your bed you have to get out and so to me this scene is making it so that it never splits again so that they don't create like 
like infinite universes. So who, like I think who's calling Betty? I think it's Ryder Jughead. Ryder Jughead from the bunker. Yeah, okay. I don't know how, but I think that that's who it is. Yeah, but it again, like there are so many little like plot holes that just don't quite make sense because I think that this was a very ambitious um tie up for it to be like I I think they really chose a very difficult premise to try and make everything work and of course we've seen the Riverdale writers can't quite do that it's interesting because we were you know most people were thinking that it was going to be something along the lines of the bomb went off and Archie and Betty were in comas in the hospital or something and then this Mm -hmm. whole thing was like a coma dream that didn't happen we did sort of still get some it was all a dream within sure River Vale, but not here. So, it, you know, but it was yeah, more we're, interesting we're, than it could have been. Yeah, we're to believe that River Vale was real in a way. It's just a different thing, which is more interesting than it just like having not happened at all. But again, I just think it was a very ambitious thing that they attempted yeah. uh, that they did not quite execute quite right. Hannah, you've been quiet. What uh, what are your thoughts about the way that they decided to tie all this up? I thought that they were merging, so I was completely <laughs> off. Yeah, no. I think that was the point of Walk and Talk Jughead running in there and being like, wait, don't set off the bomb. We're not merging. We're going to separate. Well, clearly to keep it his stopping canon. didn't make me understand. Yeah. Oh, well. That's okay. It's okay. I mean, we'll never understand. We'll never understand why the Black Hood has pizza, but. I, this is very. Uh, I'll post it gripping right to me. Filming. Like, what is going on with the pizza? Like, he's just like, okay, I'm going to kill my son, but first a snack or like. Well, or share. Or wait, are the pizza boxes what the people were using to like transport the weed that they were selling we never Clifford had Blossom is now the this. king of the serpents <laughs> I, I don't know I'm just trying to come up with like salute I don't know why I'm trying to come up with things that make it make sense never I you know he just wanted a slice I and I respect that I too would like a slice right now being funny and they were like my favorite like prop joke I don't know why I find this so funny is in the first Twilight movie she's leaving the hospital after the car accident and there's a sign in the little tiny Forks Hospital in the little tiny town of Forks that says sleep disorder ward as if a town that small would have a designated ward in their tiny hospital just for sleep disorders. I don't know why that cracks me up so much. Yeah, but they could have a... No, um, don't make sense of this. They could have like a a sleep study. This is a town that has like two doctor's rooms probably. Yeah, but it could be... Maybe it's a teaching hospital. Don't ruin my favorite prop joke. (laughs) All right. Um, So uh, I'm guessing that, that Archie and Betty get out of the bed. Yeah. Um, they the get explosion out of the bed happens and... because all the windows inside the garage blow in when Jughead's in there. Yeah. So. Do you think the explosion he's going to have like hearing um, difficulty? I mean, he sh- in theory, he should have tinnitus, but I guess we'll find out in March when Riverdale moves we? to Sunday. You know? Yeah, we won't. So, we won't. the whole, yeah, that's that's uh, some new information. So Riverdale is, is moving to Sundays, which um not the best sign, I don't think. It's not the worst thing for my schedule. No, but it's not the best thing I think for TV viewing. Uh, well, I don't know. And Sunday nights, yeah. Maybe they get enough streaming anyways that it doesn't really, really like most of their views are from streams. Yeah, I've or really enjoyed their move it's to ending. I really enjoyed their move to Tuesday though. I think I'll like the move to Sunday even better. We could Mary, we could record podcasts on Mondays, which is a thing that we've done before even when the episode was on Sunday. Uh so <laughs> but <laughs> we can do it on Monday and it will be like 
expedient. Yeah. So let's uh let's hear what the listeners thought, shall we? Um, once again, sorry for this little bit of a confusing episode, but when you throw in things like parallel universes, we're gonna have some some thoughts and we're gonna be we're gonna be talking it through. Um, the, the the time for this podcast is to talk through our thoughts. It's not like we sat collectively thought up things on our own time and then had fully formed arguments when we came in. Yeah. Like don't this expect this podcast that from us. isn't scripted. It's not Rob has a podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a joke that even Mary won't get yet because I'm sure you're not up to I'm date on Renab. No, but I did start listening again, so you'll one I'm day you'll get it. Only in October, it's- we're catching up. All right, Miles on Twitter says, first off, this episode was bat s crazy. I'm sorry, bat vughead crazy. This five episode are bughead before. <laughs> what are you talking about? We have said it before without bleeping. What are you talking about? When did we become a rated G podcast? Always and forever. That's not true. This five episode arc and this episode in particular is the most I've enjoyed Riverdale in a while. And I can't tell if this episode was legitimately good or if my standards are just so low for Riverdale that I'm eating it up. I would say if you were sitting there and not even not having to take any notes, not having to like really think about it, I think this would be a pretty fun episode. I agree with everything the writer sent in. Great. Eric says I think this ep- I think she's saying she disagrees with you you think that their standards what? were just low no no I no I I just I feel the same way that the writer does okay of like oh this was fun it's the most I've enjoyed in a while and I don't know if it's good or if my standards oh, okay. are low oh. I don't know I agree, I agree. You, do you agree with that Hannah or but you didn't actually think it was that fun no Hannah hated yeah. it you could tell <laughs> on her face she the was other, like Ugh. <laughs> the other thing was I had difficulties with watching this show so it took me 45 minutes to watch the first 20 which is just not a great way that you want to start off watching a show. I, I understand that. I recommend the... Yeah, but what about the other four episodes? Uh, those were fine, I guess. Yeah, see? <laughs> okay. Did you like um, Reggie with a mustache in the witches episode? He had a mustache? Just briefly, when he was the vicar in the witches episode. Oh, right. Oh. Um. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, Aaron says, <laughs> I think this episode was so bizarre that I don't understand any of it, but I also kind of loved it. In theory, I could try to rewatch it to understand it but i choose to live in the enjoyable chaos of not knowing it's how we all live our lives we should have chosen that yeah, that would be good instead we fought about yeah, it well, what's new yeah. perspectives um nick the abominable snow says one is riverdale set in the 1960s wooden rackets yes. <laughs> was truly a wild choice two archie dropped a bro i know which was a nice survivor easter egg i missed that i don't know when it happened but that's funny i don't need to be carried bro yeah. and three is seeing hal cooper will never never not be shocked for good luck talking me through this one. Hey, good luck listening and trying to make sense of what we talked through. Um, no, we did a good job. Stop b- being mean to our podcast. <laughs> and then there were like at one point there were like four different conversations going on though. So no, the ca- which the chaos of also a aligns with pod. episode. Yeah, we were just in different multiverses. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a podcast of three parallel podcasts happening at the same time. Um, Zev, who finally wrote in, Zev, they just saved up all their thoughts for the yeah. Podcast. Where you been, been Zev? Zev says, Riverdale is over and I'm back on my BS. <laughs> overall, and they were, said BS, I did not censor. Overall, I loved this finale. That was the most interested I've been in Riverdale, but don't worry, I, I still have thoughts. This version of Riverdale was so unrelated to the one we've seen. I would have preferred it if they had all been set in single Riverdale episodes and no, had set in a single Riverdale and had built to this situation instead of what happened, which was they all woke up from a dream. Alternatively, each episode could have been set in a widely different 
different parallel. River, insert consonant, ale universe. I would like river tail. River nail. River nail, where the nail nail. River are. kale. River kale. Ooh, that's where the the health junkie. That's healthy. Are. Healthy Riverdale. Instead of pops, it's pops, but with kale. River pale. River Literally. pale. That's where I would live. Why? Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Just but it's P A L E. Oh, so it's like a bucket. Yeah. It's not as fun. I don't know what to do with that. River. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's a fun. Enjoy that on your own time of coming up with your own river things. Also, yeah, tell us your favorite <laughs> river thing. River thing. <laughs> also, I definitely would have. May Jughead fix the year to reflect the seven-year time skip. He's the That's author right. of the Malta universe. Surely he can correct the date. I agree with that one. Yeah, but he's not a very good writer, which explains it Important being wrong. In the what about River Yale? Is that like College Riverdale? That's like when we go back and actually That's get the time. That's where Betty now? and Brett are. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, remember Brett? Brett. That's my, I miss that Brett. That is, I think, the death that I am the saddest about them writing into the show. And he didn't even come back. I know. No one from yeah, the prep school came back. I would have way rather had <sighs> Brett there. Although, and we almost saw him. He probably, if you freeze framed, you probably saw him in that little, the part where the one dude jumps out the window. Chipper? chipper, chipper no, I don't think so. Chippenham? What was it? Chippin. Chip, chip, just chipping. Chipping, yeah. Chippy. Chipping? Chipping. Is it chi- whatever. Chipping, yeah. Okay. Chipping. Okay. Um, I don't think the Jughead Paradox is anything. Like I, don't I think we talked about it enough. Right, I don't think it's, yeah, I don't I think don't it's don't... like a movie or a book Right, right. No. I, mean, that's just I mean, I'm sure there's lots of other stuff that's called like the blank paradox, but it's nothing that I feel like looking up. Alright, so who was the most normal. I was gonna say Reggie, but then he had a duel, so. Maybe Veronica? No. Veronica tried to have a threesome with two Reggie. That, yeah, that but that Reggie? seems like Veronica. Yeah, but like, that's not normal in life, but I guess you just don't Ethel from the She just wanted to help person. Jughead, which seems She pretty... killed somebody. Yeah. yeah, but it was for the greater yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with that. I think Ethel's a good one. We'll we condone murder when it's for the greater good. Eh. I mean, we're not condoning the murder. We're just saying she's the most normal. Okay. Ethel Muggs. And then who's the most out of character? Is it Archie? I know that the I know that Archie is like the clear one to say, but I don't think he's that out of character because I think he's been a villain this whole time, baby. Okay. And he and his whole villainy was rooted in being a stupid idiot. So well, that's a fun thing to say. I think it is. He. I think he is the most out of character. I I vote for Betty and Archie for having their f- stupid parties in the middle of the week. Who does that? No one does that, especially when you're a teacher. Unrealistic. I. You know what? I'm. Yeah. Give it to. Archie and Betty. Alright, fine. Because I don't think Betty's first concept would be to shoot Archie in the head also. I guess that's that serial killer gene. Yeah, you were gonna marry somebody and then 10 minutes later you're fine with making out with somebody else who you may have not even had a relationship with in this universe? What? Well, it's because they were gonna die and it was to fix them. Okay. So to recap, <laughs> the most normal people of Rivervale have been Cheryl, Veronica, Tabitha, the Witches 3, and Ethel Muggs. Look at that female representative representation. And then the most out of characters have been Betty, Tabitha, Alice, Bitsy, and then Archie slash Betty. So a lot of not looking Betty too good for Betty representation over here. She did a lot. Yeah, she did. Okay. So, so, so that was a thing. This is probably going to be the last Kowski cast podcast of 2021. Most likely uh, it is. It's currently December 20th at the moment we are recording this and I have no point plans to do the Riverdale 2021 special until 2022. So that's fair. I think that's how, you know, got to finish 2021 just in case anything comes out of this one that's uh, super exciting. Here's what I will say, loyal listeners. Um, if you have any thoughts on the year in pop, 
podcast of River Vale, River whatever, uh, Riverdale and River Vale, and you would like to let us know, or just any podcast that has happened in the year of 2021, if you were super into Twilight or whatever, um, feel free to either reach out to me um, at Frail Mary or Kowskicast on Instagram or Twitter, or you can email you can email podcast at kowskicast.com. Took a second to figure that out. And if you have any long for comments or anything that you would like me to put in the 2021 special, please let me know. Um, I have been keeping a list, but if there's anything that jumps out at you that you think I might have forgotten, uh, please let me know and I'll add it to the special. Um, Any final thoughts? Are you guys excited to go back to normal Riverdale? I'm, as long as they, absolutely (laughs) if they can keep the energy up, I will be happy but i don't see that happening i am excited to know whether or not jughead is going to be in in this next season section yeah i mean he was he was there there. although he did just get exploded a little bit um hannah do where do you stand on the do you think that season six will be the last season because i i firmly do i hope it is okay we can only hope i think the moving to sunday is a slight indication that it's going down i would appreciate that we're going down for real <laughs> i would have said we're going down down in an earlier round also good so also good all right <laughs> let's uh let's wrap this up this was fun it was good hanging out good talking everything Hell through yeah. uh hopefully everyone listening had a fun if not slightly hodgepodge time um not hodgepodge. you can like i said check me out everywhere at frail mary and at kowski cast you know the plugs you can check out kirsten at kirsten said what everywhere make sure you check out her twitch stream and like a fool make sure you check out that bojack horse pod and listen to the princess switch newest dropped nothing but netflix on rob has a podcast um anything else kirsten i think that's great it. you can check out hannah on Instagram. <laughs> I think that's it. Hannah B. Hannah B. E. Remember when it was like Hannah and Yeah, there were like 18. Yeah, you guys missed that. Uh, I do miss I it. And if you want to go look at archives of Kowski Cast, Mary and I covered The Haunting of Hill House. So it's not spooky season anymore, but if you really want to get in those feels, you can go back and listen to that. You know, actually, I, I did have my, my dad watch Haunting of Hill House for the first time this year, and um, he somehow, him my brother were both watching it on Netflix but at like different times and my dad came on just like hit the like play next button thing and accidentally watched um, episode f- 5 before he saw like episodes 3 and 4 so he went like 1, no. 2, 5 and got like major spoiled but then was like super confused and then he had a wig that with long black hair that he started hiding around my house um, bending down like the bent neck lady so if you know you know I think it was his way of trying to conquer his fear of the show. Didn't work. Didn't scare me either, though. I thought it was funny. So, good times. He didn't listen to a podcast, though. Maybe I should tell him <laughs> to do that. Uh, anyway. Okay, good t- good times. All right. All right, everyone. Have a happy holiday. See you in the new year. Bye! Oh my god. <laughs> that freaked me out. I didn't even see you. I saw you in my video walk behind me. What? My, oh, my sister I just walked I missed behind it. Me. I was looking I was looking Is at she going to a holiday party? No, but I like that dress you get at Target. Old name. Cute. I want that. You didn't get me one? So much for a no edit episode. I'm keeping this in. We'll just move it to the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>
That's my new thing. Hey, this is, by the way, in the episode, doing no edits today. So I, we're wrapping up. Get, get out of here so we can finish. It's only been an hour. That's pretty good for us. Yeah, this yeah is we're doing great. It's pretty good for us. Okay.